What does a crack addict have to do with training? Maybe a lot, I guess, if you could think about it in a lot of different ways. But interesting story that I heard recently from a police officer, former police officer, on how this relates to your training. Probably not in a way that you might think. Check out the Peace Walker podcast, and I'll tell you all about it. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Episode number 38 of the Peace Walker podcast. This is Craig Gray, and we're going to be talking about your training addiction. So this conversation might not be exactly what you're thinking it is. So stick around to hear what I have to say. Before I get going into the subject today, speaking of training, I want to share with you my six-day defense program. If you are looking to get started into this protector lifestyle of being a peace walker, of learning not just how to protect yourself, but how to manage conflict more effectively, deal with the struggles inside of you and around you, and live this life that is a much more fulfilling and rich life, while at the same time learning how to protect yourself and your family. They're not mutually exclusive. You can get started at absolutely no cost except for your time on 6dayofdefense.com. That is a program that I put together just for you and folks like you who are raring to go on this protector journey. And it's six days. It's just 10 minutes a day, two five-minute videos a day. One video covers a concept and the mindset. And the other video covers a physical defensive tactic. This is where it all begins, just one step at a time, very simple and very bite-sized videos that you can consume very easily and implement into your life very easily and get you on the road to protecting yourself and living this life as a protector, living the life of a peace walker. That's sixdaydefense.com. I look forward to seeing you on that course. All right. So the <clears throat> excuse me. So the subject today is is a little strange, maybe. <laughs> but I was listening to a podcast the other day, and the guy's name's Doberman Dan. And Doberman Dan used to be a cop. He was a police officer down, I think, in Dayton, Ohio, I think, for about 13 years before he made it on his online riches. Uh, I think his first entrepreneurial stint was, um, uh, had something to do with, apparently he was into weightlifting and bodybuilding and that type of thing. And he sold either supplements or training or both. But um, I think supplements. Anyways, now... This is a long time. Well, I guess he was a cop for, like I said, about 13 years. It was back in the 80s, mid-80s. So it sounds like he's my age, maybe a little older than I am, but not much. 50. I think he's in his 50s. 
But um, seems like a cool guy. I've listened to a lot of his shows. And uh, he talks about business stuff and eh, somewhat personal development stuff, but mainly business of being an entrepreneur and online and so forth, which you may or may not know. A lot of my business is brick and mortar, right? I have a Krav Maga Academy here in Grand Rapids, Michigan that I've been running for decades. Um, and then I travel around and I train uh, security teams and police forces and military personnel and um, teachers and healthcare workers and all this on conflict management and, you know, these Peace Walker tools I often talk about. Uh, not just the physical defensive tactics like the Krav Maga or martial arts, but also the mindset of being a protector and the verbal um, strategies, conflict communication strategies and leadership strategies and all this other stuff. So that's all woven together for a... Um, for people who need it. And obviously, a lot of my business is done live in person. And then I also have, as you probably know, if you don't know, here's a little advertisement for it. But I also have peacewalker.net, which is my online resource where I teach people online. And we've got a large community of folks who I've never met personally. I just have taught online. So anyway, so I listened to... Um, different entrepreneurs and, and people who have subscription-based companies like I do and membership-based companies like I do so I can get tips, tricks, and tactics from them and learn from them on how they do it and how to do a better job for my for my students and that that are remote. <clears throat> Anyways, Doberman Dan, he has a membership-based company as well. And um, it's funny because when I started listening to him, I didn't realize he was a cop. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of like what this guy's saying. And lo and behold, I find out later that he was a former police officer, which is probably why I agree with a lot of his um, his stuff. Because although I'm not a cop, I work with a lot of police officers and I have worked with police officers for a long time. And a lot of what I teach overlaps, you know, kind of that mentality with um my executive protection background and security background, and then uh, obviously me kind of having my foot in the, the police world for so many decades, uh, teaching them defensive tactics and leadership skills and de-escalation strategies, persuasion. Um, but anyways, I'm rambling. Doberman Dan was telling a story about back in the 80s when he was still a cop, he arrested this crack addict and he he called him Willie uh, he didn't give his real name but um, so Willie apparently Dan arrested numerous times and Dan was going on to say about well this guy he overheard in the holding cell one time had like a, at the time like a $200 a day crack habit 200 bucks a day this is like in the mid 90s so who, who knows what that would be now probably, you know, triple that. So back in the back in the 80s, $200 a day times seven days a week, and you have to have that, get that fixed. It's not, you know, it's not really a choice. It's an addiction. And there's some serious physical repercussions if he didn't feed his habit. 
So here it is. Here he is, this homeless dude who's really bringing in more money than probably the 10 percentile of folks. At the time, what does 200 bucks a day relate to? What, 70 something thousand a year, I think? I'm not a mathematician, so my numbers could be a little off. Anyways, it's a lot of money. So this dude, homeless, doesn't have a house, doesn't have a car. There were, no, there were no such thing as cell phones back then, and you know, computers were not the big thing um, yet. So you know, he woke up wherever he woke up on the street bench or in the homeless shelter or whatever, knowing he had this addiction that had to be fed, and he had to go out and make two hundred dollars, and probably had nothing to show from it for the form, from the former day, so he had to hustle. He was, had an urgency in him to go and get paid. Now, granted, he didn't knock on doors to see if somebody needed their, their uh, yard raked or their, their driveway shoveled or their house painted. No, he was doing, you know, criminal stuff. He was breaking, breaking into houses to steal their valuables. He was, you know... I don't know if he was pickpocketing or whatever, but you know he was begging for money. He was stealing things. He was probably selling drugs, and Lord knows what else Willie was doing to earn, or steal, or hustle that two hundred dollars a day. But regardless, you know I'm not judging him by his actions. What I'm saying is he had to hustle. He had to work every single day, and there was an urgency in him. Um. So how does this relate to training, you might be thinking, other than, wow, I might have to defend myself against some you know, crack addict who's looking to hold me up and rob me for money to feed his habit. And that may be true, but that's not uh, the subject of the day. The subject of the day is this. You have to wake up every morning and have an urgency to train. It is easy to do it when you are in a position in life to where you know you probably will have to use that skill or you may likely have to use that skill every day. Meaning, you're living, working, or in an environment to where there's conflict and violence happening and you feel the need at a visceral level of, wow, I've got to train. Because if I don't train... This might be the day that somebody gets the better of me and I better be prepared. Now, luckily and thankfully, most of us are not in that position. Even most police officers and prison guards and federal agents and so forth, military as well, most of those guys and gals, even on a professional protector level, don't have violence every day. They might have conflict every day, but not violence. Um, unlike what the media would like for you to believe or, you know, these TV shows or YouTube channels. But most of the time, you know, they have pretty stable lives and every once in a while, something breaks out. Now, if you're a police officer or, you know, in that, in that field, the likelihood of something breaking out on a fairly regular basis is pretty high. So you should be training all the time. And when I say training, what should you be training? Well, you need to be in some type of a physical combatives class, a physical defensive tactics class. 
Now, obviously, I've got my flavor, I, what I teach and what I train. Um, you've got to pick your flavor, but do something. Do something. I'd love for you to, to train with me. You know, if you're in the local Grand Rapids area or if you want to jump online, peacewalker.net, you know, you can start off with sixdaydefense.com. It's a, you know, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's a free introductory course about this lifestyle of being a protector. And one of the fundamental things of being a protector is you've got to be able to fucking protect yourself, meaning you've got to physically be able to toe the line. So you have some confidence that you can throw down if you need to. So no matter what you do, just find something, you know, find something, preferably something well-rounded and suited, but I wouldn't say it doesn't matter what you get into. I mean, there are things that are better than others. There are some, some approaches that are better than others, but just do something, do something. And so physical, right? So another part of the physical is take care of yourself. Not like Willie, right? (laughs) Willie, Willie's idea of taking care of himself is going out, getting 200 bucks and then either shooting up or smoking up or drinking up. Your goal as a protector is to keep your body healthy. So you should be training every day. It doesn't have to be a lot. Like in the Peace Walker program, I teach 5, 10, 15, 20. Thank you, Joe Marine, who who taught me. Um, Joe Marine, probably you've heard me talk about him a little bit. But um, he was a colleague of mine in Resolution Group International, which is Jack Hoban's um, organization that I'm a part of. Um, Joe is a retired lieutenant colonel of the Marine Corps, recently retired, and uh, he used to run the MACE, which is the Marine Corps Martial Arts Center of Excellence, where he taught the hand-to-hand combatives. He was in charge of the entire Marine Corps' McMap hand-to-hand combative system and their force fitness system, which is, you know, keeping the Marines in shape getting and keeping them in shape. And he taught this 5, 10, 15, 20. You pick five, um, pick five, what am I talking about? <laughs> you pick a few different exercises. And for instance, you do like five push-ups, 10 squats, 15 crunches, and 20 jumping jacks. And you do that, cycle it for like five or 10 minutes. And you do it as hard and as fast as you can without wrecking yourself. It's a great workout, and you can get it on a very short period of time. Same thing that we would teach police officers because a lot of cops don't train after the academy. So you need to train something physical, like physical defensive tactics. You need to keep your body in shape, whatever it is. So being in shape means just taking care of yourself, eat right, sleep right, and so forth. You've got to learn how to talk. Learn how to talk with people. So understand principles of rhetoric, understand principles of de-escalation, understand principles of persuasion, understand principles of negotiation. You should be a student of that. Not only if you're a cop, but just all of us. You know, understand how to assert your presence you know, how you walk around, your body language, your facial expressions, your tonality in your voice, and so forth. So basically, learning and practicing to be a protector is essential in your day-to-day lives. So a lot of people don't think it's essential, so, you know, because they don't come into, in their minds, conflict and violence on a regular basis. Um, I'll guarantee you most all of, not most all of us, all of us run into some conflicts 
Oh, speaking of police officers, there's one flying by right now. You might be able to hear him. And there he goes. <laughs> Hopefully he is out to save the day. Or she. But anyways, um, the urgency that Willie had every single day about his crack addiction and his need for that $200 is paramount in regards to training, right? We often lose our urgency in training because we don't see the connection of that training to our real lives. And being that, for instance, you either have a passion for it, like some people, you know, they just want to be ninjas. So they train really, really, really hard to be a ninja. Or they want to be good in the octagon, right? They're, there's something that they're drawn to, that competitive nature of the sport, whatever sport it is. It could be wrestling, could be boxing, could be MMA, could be BJJ, could be whatever, judo. And that's what drives them. It's like uh, they want to win that next competition. They want to win that belt. They want to you know, beat that, that person who schooled them the last sparring match. Whatever it may be, right, they're, they, they're turned on to it. And it's very easy to be turned on to it for a certain period of time. And then that wanes and you lose interest because you treat it like a hobby. I'll guarantee you, Willie, the crack addict Willie did not treat his addiction like a hobby. It was his life. Now, I know I'm stretching making some of these analogies, but I thought it'd be an interesting story. But you want to have a healthy balance of your training, but you also don't want to neglect it because you aren't seeing the connection of how it helps you in everything that you do and helps to prevent conflict and violence from happening on the onset. Meaning, if you're always training and you're keeping that your knife sharp, so to speak, or your pencil sharp, you are ready whenever something happens, probably you're preventing things from happening at all because of your training, that you're doing things you don't even really realize to eliminate or prevent or curb the conflict that would be occurring hadn't you been building those habits. And that's kind of a mouthful. But basically, you need to be hungry you don't necessarily need to be addicted, but you need to be hungry to your training or for your training. And you need to be able to see that connection. I guarantee you, Willie, every single morning when he woke up, he directly saw that connection of that money to feeding his addiction. Every single day when you wake up, I want you to see and feel at a guttural level that your training is connected to your success and safety and fulfillment in life because it is. And again, it's not just about the physical tactics. It's about the whole mentality of being a protector. And the training goes beyond just you training in martial arts or shooting, right? So the idea of you training every day doesn't have to be necessarily be on the, in the, on the range every day or doesn't necessarily have to be meaning that you're getting into the gym you know, to train your martial art every day. But it does mean that every day you're training something. Preferably every day you need to be taking care of your body. So you need to be doing something that keeps you in shape. <clears throat> or almost every day. 
You need to be feeding your body, feeding your belly, and feeding your mind and heart and soul with positive things and learning skills, both broadening and deepening your skill set of being a protector and how that equates into you being more successful and safe in your life. So your awareness, your ability to see conflict not as well, hassle is probably not the right word, but seeing it as an opportunity. And if you live in a healthy, well-adjusted life, hopefully you don't come across as much conflict and definitely not as much violence. But that should not deter you from your training because your training needs to be there before you need it. You've heard me say numerous times, you got to... Dig your well before you're thirsty. Same thing in this analogy, right? You want to be training before you need the training because when you really need it, A, you probably missed some details to where it was avoidable to begin with, right? You just didn't pick up on the details that were in front of you because you weren't training, <laughs> most likely, or or you were becoming complacent in some ways or you're distracted in some ways or having a bad day or whatever it might be. But the chances of you picking up on those things to avoid getting into a conflict, they're going to be more readily readily accessible to you if you continually train. So in certain regards, be like Willie. Now, Doberman Dan, he was equating being like Willie and his crack addiction and going out hustling for 200 bucks a day. He equated that with the business world of, hey, there's a lot of people who make a lot of excuses. And this homeless dude, Willie, makes more money than they do, even though he doesn't have a job, he doesn't have a home, he doesn't have a car, he doesn't have a phone. But he goes out every single day starting from scratch and gets... You know, the equivalent of what more he was making, Willie was making more money than most people were at the time, right? If you think of even now, here it is 2021, I think the median household income is like $40,000 in the United States, take or give. Household income, that's not individual income, that's household income. Granted, some households have more people working than others and so forth. And some people make more than others, obviously, but average median household income, I think, is like 40,000, 42,000, 36, 38,000, depending on what state you're in and so forth. So Willie, even back in 1985, was making almost double that. Now, if you adjust that for today's day and age, which is what, like 35 years later or whatever, you know, holy cow, Willie was raking it in. Now, granted, it was, I'm sure, hard, I wouldn't say earned money, but hard-gotten money and doing a bunch of illegal gangster stuff. But we're looking at the hustle part, not the, not the <laughs> felonious part. So stay clear at your goals, right? Stay clear of the connection that your training provides you to not just being a 
protector or protecting yourself and other people, but also the, of the success that your training brings. Because if you lose sight of that, eventually you're going to stop training. Trust me, I've been training my whole life. I started when I was six. I am now 50. I've been training for 44 years. 44 years. That's ridiculous, I know. <laughs> but if I was only thinking about um, you know, the competitions back in my competition days, or if I was only thinking about how cool it would be to be a ninja <laughs> or a kung fu guy or whatever, the, the luster would have worn off many, many years ago. But I can see the connection of what it brings to my life, and I've built a habit around it, and that habit carries me through. So you have to be hungry and see that connection and see what it does for your life with all these protector, if you want to say arts or habits that you build to be a peace walker. So, so there's a tip, trick, and tact of the day. See the connection that your training has with your safety and success and satisfaction with life. Make sure that your training is well-rounded. It's not just shooting. It's not just martial arts. It's also personal development, leadership, verbal communication skills, baseline training, you know, keeping your life healthy, keeping your body healthy. Make sure you're working out. Make sure you're eating right, getting enough sleep, having good relationships, and so forth. And get out there and metaphorically earn your 200 bucks every single day because you're going to start off the empty tank in the morning, meaning it's the same thing. You're going to train. So make sure you're training every single day. Training something. doesn't always have to be going out to the shooting range. doesn't always have to be going to, the, going to your uh, martial arts studio. But train every day something for yourself. All right, gang, that's all I got for you today. If you want to get on board and you maybe want a little guidance or you want a little support or you want to just see what the heck we're up to, you can join the community. Go to Peace... No, not that one, sorry. <laughs> Go to Six Day Defense. How about that? Go to sixdaydefense.com. It's all spelled out. Sixdaydefense.com. And... For that, what you're going to do is you're going to get my free six-day boot camp, two five-minute videos a day. One is a concept. One video is a defensive tactic. You're going to start to get familiar with this path of Peace Walker, path of a protector, of our style of doing it. You're also going to get on to my mailing email list, and almost every day I'm going to Send right into, your, in, right into your inbox a tip, trick, or tactic and some crazy stories of my shenanigans out there. And don't worry, you can, you can unsubscribe anytime you want. Matter of fact, if you're not resonating with it, I don't want you around. No offense, but go find something you want to do. Go find a place that does resonate with you. So, you know, don't be a freeloader. If you don't like where the... Where the bus is going, get off the bus. But there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people in our community that love 
being a peace walker and the approach, and I think you will too. So give it a shot. There is absolutely no risk other than your time. Peace walker. Now, what the heck? I did it again. <laughs> this is why I don't, this is why I probably don't get asked to be on a lot of podcasts. But um, sixdaydefense.com. That's sixdaydefense.com, all spelled out. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.